All right. Well, it's Wednesday, so I'll try to do it better than I did last week. I remember after feeling, uh-oh, I probably exploited too many minutes. So this Wednesday is an entire chapter. It's Chapter 33. In Chapter 33, we are focusing on joy, starting with Chapter 26. We're in one unit that really extends through Chapter 34. 26, 27, 28 was don't be sad. 29, 30 was don't be apathetic. 31 was, oh, if you listen to my voice to break your apathy, you're probably depressed. So let's pull you out of that to joy. To do so, you need to learn to detach body from soul and focus on soul and put aside body, which led us to chapter 32, the heart of Tanya, to have true love for another Jew, which is most possible when you can look at the body and separate from the soul. So now we're back in chapter 33 to joy, and 34 will also continue joy. The same way we have this greatest sin, though it's not on the list, of don't be sad, we have the greatest commandment, also not officially on the list, be joyous. When there's joy, everything flows. When there's joy, there's godliness. So the Rebbe says, another way to feel real joy, which you might use especially when you're not feeling such joy, is to really deeply think about Hashem, about God, and about His absolute oneness. It's all Him. It's nothing but Him. There's only Him before creation, after creation, creation. It's all absolute Him, as we learned at length in chapter 20 and 21. Nothing changed. Everything is Him. Why would this give me joy? This is the most reassuring thought in the world. When anything happens in your life, like, oops, and there was a, an accident and you hit a car or you lost your wallet or, or anything else, the big and the small and the in-between, the most reassuring thought is it's all God. Everything is God. This whole world is God. There's nothing but God. So there's no accidents, there's no randoms, there's no, ooh, yeah, that was an accident and or I lost that money or that got messed up or this person seems to have a lot of power over me. No person has power over me. It's all God. No whim of fate can take away my job or give me a good one or make me mess it up. It's all God. So a lot of times when we're feeling not good in life, it's because life, nature, seems to have a lot of power and is doing things that, that don't feel good to us. But when we know it's all God, it's all God. It is nothing but God. That's the most reassuring, secure, nurtured space to be. So to find that real joy, turn into knowing it's all God. And the Rebbe gives two parables, two metaphors for this. One a more physical metaphor, easier to follow, is if you think of the rays of the sun, which on planet Earth seem quite powerful. And they are powerful. They warm us. They give us energy, heat, light. But if you go all the way back to the source, planet sun, the rays are nothing. They're, they're literally nothing. You can't see the rays. You can't measure them. You can't see them on any level. They're completely nullified within their source, the light of the sun. That's our world. Our world, the nature of our world, Jesus has a lot of reality and a lot of strength. But in its source, and we're always in our source, it's nothing. It does not exist. The rays don't exist by planet sun. They're so nullified in the light of the sun. 
this whole physical reality on all of its dimensions is is non-existent in its source, the godliness of it. And we have a more spiritual metaphor. If we think of our speech, and we compare our speech to the source of our soul from which the speech comes, at that point, there is no letters, but it's a source. It's the source. It's the energy. The speech, the words are nothing in that source. Like the godliness of our world is nothing in contrast to God. So the physical world, in contrast to the spiritual energy, and that spiritual energy, in contrast to God, it all goes back to him. And when you think that, anything in life that scares you or disturbs you or confuses you takes away feeling at peace and above, anything that pulls you down below, it's all God, nothing but him. When you hold on to that thought, you feel a lot more calmness and joy inside of you. Nervous says when we think about this, and we think and we think and we think and we think and we think, I'm saying it very quickly, but what's going to happen is, after a lot of thought, each person has per how much they need, there's going to be a deep inner click. And that deep inner click means you have intellectually internalized your native belief. Meaning every one of us starts off with a very strong belief in God. But it's like peripheral. It's amorphous. It's belief. It's fuzzy and hazy. It's not integrated in my psyche. When I think and think and think and think of these very deep thoughts and keep coming back to it's all him, nothing but him, there is nothing but him, at some point that natural gift of belief will become part of my brainwaves. It will become something that will be that click, and I'll get it. And when I'll get it, I will feel such joy. Why will I feel such joy? Really for two reasons. On one level, it's because I've done the most impossible thing. This is so difficult. To take belief, which by definition means non-rational, and internalize it intellectually? Wow, that's, that's challenging. That's amazing. That's joyous to achieve the, the, the difficult, the seemingly unattainable. But it's deeper than that. Because the joy is actually coming from a much deeper place. The joy is coming from an awareness that I have just fulfilled the purpose of creation. How have I just fulfilled the purpose of creation? What is the purpose of creation? The purpose of creation is God wants a home. He wants Mashiach. He wants a home. I've given him a home. Maybe I haven't given him the whole world. But right now, God has a home. He is revealed. He is completely revealed in my brainwaves. Just, I want to make sure I do not get uh, cut off. Do you still hear me? Please unmute yourself and say yes. Uh-oh. Do you yes. still hear me? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Sometimes I get these interruptions on my phone, and I'm like, uh-oh. So, two things. God has a home. Maybe it's a small home. I don't know how big my brain is. But as big as my brain is, he is now completely revealed, comfortable. He's got space in my brain. Wow. I just fulfilled the verbs of creation. And it was challenging. And I did it. And it's the most important thing in the world. That's how good I feel. This basic concept 
I mean, I, I said it very quickly, obviously. But this basic concept, the Rebbe now develops on three applications. First, the Rebbe says, now we understand what we mean. Every morning in our prayers, in the section of Karbanos, we say how fortunate are we, how lucky we are, how beautiful is our inheritance. And now we understand what we mean. What does it mean, how beautiful is our inheritance? Everything I've just accomplished was only possible to be accomplished because I got this as a gift. Because I was born with this. Because since our patriarchs, Abba, Mitzvah, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, every single Jew was gifted with a natural belief. And because I have that natural belief, I can work and work and work with my mind to internalize it and integrate it intellectually. But the only reason I can do that, something as contra-instinctive as looking at the world and recognizing it's all God, I mean, there's nothing more abnormal than that, is because I believed in the first place. It's because it's a precious, precious gift. It's my legacy. And now I really appreciate that legacy, and that fact that I have such a precious legacy is a source of joy. The then connects this to something that happened is recorded in the Navi. One of the prophets, his name was Habakkuk. He was the leader of his generation. And in his time, the Jews were, this is not a modern phenomenon, stressed and overwhelmed. They were just burdened, stressed, overwhelmed, and they looked at Judaism and they said, too much, too much, too much, too much, we can't handle it. Now, Habakkuk said, being the wise leader that he was, he said, okay, don't think about 613 commandments. That's a lot. I want you to focus on one, just one. What's the one? Belief in God. Just focus on belief in God. That's all I want you to do. Tzadik b'manaso yichya. Believe in God. Focus on your belief. Focus on your belief. Think about your belief. Connect to your belief. Why did he do that? Because, as we're saying in this chapter, the more you get into your belief in God and the more you believe in God and the more God is real to you, the more you feel so joyous. It feels so good. You feel so connected to the Creator and you and your whole life is just an expression of the Creator's reality that gives you such joy. And why did he want them to feel such joy? Because when you're feeling such joy, you're lifted up past your barriers, past whatever's stressing you and limiting you. If the barriers are on the inside or if the barriers are on the outside, joy lifts you up past those barriers. And when you lift you up past your barriers, you know what? 613 mitzvahs is not a big deal. It's what you want to do. So through focusing on belief, which creates such joy, the Jews had the energy to do everything God wants with that joy. When we're feeling overwhelmed, it's the same thing. The more we tap into our belief, the more we feel that joy, the more life is still life, but we can handle it. We're not below it. We're above it. The third idea we're connecting this to is focusing on God's joy. Meaning, I just spoke about how Habakkuk said, focus on belief. And he actually made belief the solidifying agent of Judaism. Solidifying agent meaning everything in Judaism, whatever you taste, you taste belief. And when I taste belief in my Shabbos and in my kosher, and in my interpersonal, according to God, relationships, everywhere it's belief, it's belief, it's belief, this gives God so much joy. God has so much joy from what I'm doing, especially if I don't live in Israel. So that's in Israel, there's a lot of impurities in the world. And here I am, 
I'm in Chicago. A lot of impurity is in Chicago. And I'm serving God. And I'm believing in God. And I'm crushing the evil and I'm transforming the evil. And I'm connected to God and I'm believing in God and I'm joyous in my belief. And God has such nachas. He has such pleasure. When I think of how much pleasure God has in my service, that is the catalyst of my greatest joy. What more joy can I have than thinking of how much joy God has from my service? And this is actually, this, these words of the Tanya, Yismach Yisrael Ba'isav, is actually one of the quotes. The Bebe created this concept of 12 Torah passages that every Jewish child should know. He selected four verses from the Torah, four quotes from the Talmud, and four quotes from Tanya. Two out of the four quotes come from this chapter, which is very interesting to me, because this chapter is, is fairly deep, and this is something every Jewish child should know. And I think the message in it is, yeah, these are deep ideas. It's all God, it's nothing but God, and it's just a very deep concept. Very counterintuitive, very deep, but the foundation of a Jewish life. And also this one. Jew rejoice in God's joy. The more you can envision how much joy God has from what you're doing, the more that should be catalyst for more and more and more joy in your life. That was a very, very brief explanation of the chapter. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. <laughs>